The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here. And today I want to talk to you about the power of resilience. We've all had things in our lives that has caused us pain, that have been difficult to overcome. Or if we haven't ourselves had that, which I believe all of us have, we've watched people around us go through difficult circumstances and find ways to overcome it. And a part of the way that people do that is via resilience. And I've heard resilience talked about in a lot of different places in a lot of different ways. It's become kind of a thing that shows up in our culture. And I thought today we would talk about what resilience is, what it's not, and how we can build tools for resilience versus some of the ways that we have been conditioned as Black women to be the strong black woman and how resilience isn't the same as the myth of the strong black woman. And so I want to talk a little bit about that myth and then talk about how we can get further away from that myth, let that go and embrace the concept of resilience, which will get you through a lot more hardship and leave room for a lot more growth. Growing up, I really bought into the strong Black woman myth. And how could I not? How could we not as Black women when we are bombarded? Like everywhere you go, we celebrate women who are tough in the face of adversity, who overcome. But a lot of times the way that that's depicted is like it's a woman who overcomes on her own. It's a woman who doesn't necessarily express her feelings or show her feelings She just takes what's happening to her and pushes through. There isn't a lot of room in the myth of a strong Black woman for softness and being gentle with yourself and compassion. It just doesn't leave space for that. Instead, you are forced to ignore your needs to take care of others. The strong Black woman myth decenters us actually as women and centers everybody else. Like we are fighting for our children or fighting for our family or our partners or cause, but it leaves a little room for us to be fighting for ourselves and to be saying this is unacceptable. The strong Black woman just takes the bad and finds a way to ignore it, push through it to get to a positive outcome. And then it's really kind of questionable if that outcome was worth it or at what expense has it cost us from trying to struggle through. And so much of my life, that's what I did is I struggled and pushed and forced my way through. I forced my way through doors that were closed. I pushed on boundaries and pushed to be at tables that were not made for myself. And I'm sure that you listening have felt the same way, have had very similar experiences. I think there is a universal experience as a Black woman of the pushing and the fighting 
and the struggle. But that's not what we're trying to do here. And that's not what this podcast is about. It's about opting out of the struggle while acknowledging that there are challenges and difficulties that are going to come up because of who we are and also just because life is going to life. And so I, growing up, wanted to be a strong Black woman in quotes. I wanted to live that myth, but I realized that that myth, living that stereotype made me lonely. It made me resentful as well of others. Like, why is it just happening to me? Why do I have to go through this? Why, why, why? It left a lot of that on the table. And it wasn't very satisfying to me. And I've been talking about this for a while, about doing an episode just on the the myth of the strong Black woman. And I, I fully intend to do one. In the coming weeks, I will tap back into talking about that. Because I think it's a myth that we need to let go of. But it's also a myth that we praise. Like we really do think about Black womanhood as a series of things we need to overcome and a series of challenges we have to struggle through versus affirming having a beautiful, positive, meaningful, soft, connected existence. And so we often mix and confuse resilience, which is the ability to cope with stress and adversity well with this myth of a strong Black woman where we have to push through and struggle. Resilience is not struggle. It is our ability to kind of bounce back, as a phrase that's used a lot with resilience, bounce back from difficult experiences. But here's a piece with resilience that makes it different from struggling through. When you are resilient, bad things happen and you deal with them and they can be challenging and you may feel pain and all the things that happen when bad things happen. But at the end of it, you have a positive outlook. The one thing that your challenge hasn't done is changed or made you more cynical or made you more negative about the world with which you live in. And that is the difference. It is the ability to retain hope. It is the ability to retain some kind of positive or warm feelings about life, about you, about people in your world while getting through tough times. And that is why we need resilience in our lives. That's why everybody needs it, but particularly Black women. Because the thing I know about Black women as being a member of that community and spending my time with them is that we're going to bounce back. We are going to recover. We are not going to let adversity keep us down. We're going to push through. We're going to get to the other side. But what does get lost a lot of times is our own belief in goodness, that goodness happens every day, that goodness happens to everyone and therefore could happen to us at any moment. And that piece of resilience is the hardest to cultivate, I feel like, as a Black woman, but truly a healing experience. When you can become resilient and still retain the fact that good things are meant for you, that you are worthy of love and you're worthy of community and you're worthy of joy, that the world can be a dark, horrible, difficult place, but it can also be a beautiful, uplifting and meaningful place to be. Did you know Black Girl Burnout has a YouTube channel now? 
We created this channel to give you even more bonus content, things you will not find on the podcast like Hey Girl Chats. This is where we build community through conversation with ordinary women like you and myself. It's informal. It's fun. We guarantee you're going to love it. Also on the channel will be affirmations dropped monthly, as well as guided meditations and all our guest interviews. So head over to YouTube and opt in by subscribing to our channel and catch all the new content. Black representation in media means everything to me. Black girl burnout wouldn't exist if I couldn't look to other Black women in this space that came before me for inspiration and education on how to create what I've created. Well, if you're looking for the next generation of influential Black voices, look no further than NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. In this collection, you're going to hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and how people have created world-shifting things out of struggle. I just listened to an episode with Tracy Ellis Ross, where it talked about how she's iconic and she's our favorite rich auntie. The episode was inspirational and educational and, of course, funny. It is important for us to hear ourselves and to understand the power of Black women and their voices and how much we can truly create. This new series by NPR centers the story of us in a way that hasn't traditionally been done. With Black stories, Black truths, you will hear a range of voices as nuanced and as varied as the Black experience itself. And it's also a reminder that our story should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. What if 2024, you got a little bit better every day? Well, when you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. You don't need to pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. I have loved using Babbel. As you may know, I used to live in Italy, and Babbel helped me be able to speak to vendors, navigate vacation spots, ask for directions. It just made life easier. Babbel's 10-minute lessons are quick and handcrafted by hundreds of language experts that you can start learning to speak a language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com bgb. Get 50% off at babbel.com slash bgb spelled b-a-b-b-e-l dot com slash bgb rules and restrictions may apply and so that is why we need to cultivate a spirit of resilience and this again is not easy to do but there's a couple things i want to talk about that will help you keep yourself able to be resilient in the face of challenges Some of them are things we've talked about nonstop, well, probably all of them throughout this podcast, but it's a way to bring a reminder 
to take times to be resilient. We talk about celebration. We talk about joy. We need to add resilience into our toolkit to, for us to be able to have hope and community and joy in our lives. And the first way we can do that is by practicing mindfulness. Mindfulness is a, a lot of things, but above all, it is the ability to stay in the moment at present versus getting stuck in the future or getting trapped in the past. So a lot of times when we are dealing with difficult situations, we're pulled into the past. Maybe the situation looks like something that we've already experienced before. And so our mind goes back there. If you've ever had heartbreak, you may always be kind of pulled back to the first heartbreak you had and comparing, is this the same? Is this better? Is this worse? Or sometimes something will happen and you will be so worried about how it'll change your life for the worst in the future. And all of that robs us of our ability to stay in the moment now. And I will tell you, I am not the easiest person with mindfulness. I struggle with it. I have to be very intentional about being mindful and I have to find creative and new ways to be mindful besides just sitting and meditating for 45 minutes. That's not who I am. If you are, that is incredible and wonderful. Keep doing it. But I'm a person that just struggles with being present. And I think it is an aspect of both cultural and my own personal traumatic stress. Being in the moment as a Black woman doesn't always feel safe based upon past trauma and past cultural experiences. Black women have an experience culturally of loss. It's a thread that runs through our history. It's not the only thread, but it is there. And when you've lost a lot in your life, even if you personally haven't, but you know culturally there has been losses, you have a response to being scared about losing again or reflecting on past loss. It keeps you from being mindful. And so the first Key to resilience, though, is that mindfulness. It's more like, how do I stay in my body in this moment? This trial is happening and I may want to escape and go somewhere else. How can I take care of myself and keep myself in this moment now to be able to cope? And there are some incredible ways to be mindful in this day and age. Some of those things can be as simple. I know for me, mindfulness is just Calming down, plugging in and listening to music and just really focusing on the words, really letting all my senses experience it. How does this make me feel? Lighting a candle and listening to music. Anything that engages all five of your senses can be a mindfulness practice. It's just about staying in the present moment. The second way we can keep ourselves resilient and build resiliency in our lives is by taking care of our bodies. It really cannot be overstated how much we as Black women prioritize our physical health last. And I think women do this in general, but even more so for Black women. We just don't always take care of ourselves in the ways that we should. And this isn't a judgment. It's just a fact from what we've been conditioned to do. We are taught that the ideal Black woman centers everyone else but herself. And yet we know we cannot take care of others. We cannot take care of the community or our cause or our loved ones, our partners, our kids, if we do not take care of ourselves. And so it is crucial that we sleep well enough, 
that we engage in joyful movement, that we eat foods that bring us joy and nourish our bodies at the same time. And mindfulness can help us with all of that. But we have to take care of our physical bodies. Book that annual exam. Trust me, you will not regret it. It is better to know than not, and it's better to be able to take steps to take care of yourself. Another way that we can practice resilience and build that resiliency muscle is through community. As you know, our birthright is community. Our birthright is joy. It's important that we feel like we're supported and have supports in our lives. And the number of that can vary. One support can mean all the difference between us building resiliency or not. So don't regulate yourself to thinking you have to have 50 people in your community. Just pick some people who are meaningful, impactful, that cheer for you, that take care of you. Keep them in your life. And last but not least, a great way to be resilient is by practicing mini resiliency moments. Get out of your comfort zone. Challenge yourself. Don't challenge yourself in the face of struggle. Challenge yourself in the face of joy. Try an activity that you may not have thought you could do and see how it goes. A low threat activity, try a new hobby. Sometimes resiliency doesn't have to be built in the times of challenge and pain and struggle. They can be built right now in celebratory acts. Maybe you're like, I'm going to try a cooking class and I'm a terrible cook and I'm going to try a cooking class. Resiliency can be built right there. Just the act of challenging yourself, the kind of nerves that you get being like, what if this is terrible? I'm not good at it. And then getting there and realizing it's never as bad as you think it is. Or if you are a terrible cook, you find yourself laughing through the experience and people cheering you on despite it. We need to learn to build resiliency by challenging ourselves, not through pain, not through trauma, but through joy and through fun and through laughter. By learning that way to build resilience, it it will help us when there are challenging circumstances that we feel less like we're stuck in struggle and more like we are building skills that give us access to joy, that keep us joyful and prevent us from losing what is our true birthright inheritance. So those are a few examples and thoughts about how to put more resiliency, how to infuse resiliency into your life. Practice with one of them. Maybe you try something different. Try something different that could be fun and see where you are able to be mindful in that moment. Stay present. Evaluate. This was difficult, but could it be fun? What did I learn from this experience? All of those questions and engaging in an activity like that will go a long way to make you more resilient. So that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't subscribed and follow the podcast, we're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. We have a monthly newsletter that is chock full of goodness and updates, as well as first access to all the giveaways we do here at Black Girl Burnout. Are you following us on our socials? If not, what are you waiting for? 
You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black Girl Burnout and on Twitter at BLK Girl Burnout. Last but not least, make our day and leave a review. Your five stars truly give me and the team so much energy and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other.